is Sports Arena and his Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of Extreme as we look from ECW Hardcore TV Episode 1 all the way to 401 with every pay-per-view and special in between. you got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. How are we doing, Jay? Ooh, ooh, wrestle a palooza. 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 Oh. Uh, I mean, the song's rubbish, but it still is top 17 of Palooza's. It is, um, I think it might be even top 15 now. Oof. Now we've got three matches announced to the card. Look at the other Palooza's falling at its feet. We can't compete with this growth of the Palooza. Growth of Palooza. Path of Palooza. Growth of Palooza. Um, oh, how we doing? You all right? I'm doing all right. You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I've, I've got, got a Ric quite... Flair Hasbro. Well, you've got a Ric Flair Hasbro. The original Red Trunks. The original Red Trunks. Rick oh. Reed body. Oh, very nice. I've got a um, Dusty Rhodes in jeans and shirt, which goes nicely into my Jack's ECW collection. You also have a Jack's Spike Dudley that will come to you at some point. This is very true. It's very true. This is why we're fighting lockdown. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Really is. That running? So, I, I I was going to ask this during the show, but I'll ask it now. Um, you know, as 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 we've touched on this, you are you are cultivating and collecting a Jack's ECW line. Yeah. Collection. Yeah. Do you need draws after today's episode? After today's episode, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if he does something potentially but at the moment you don't want him just to hug things well no because then I go in the world of um, <coughs> I feel I sort of go in the world of like Arn Andersons and Jimmy Snookers and Don Morocco's and see know. I think Jimmy Snooker you, you might actually need because he's a murderer former champ, isn't oh Sorry. That too. That too. He falls in the category of why I don't have Chris Benoit. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. Yeah. I, I rescind my my suggestion that you need Jimmy Murderous Snooker. Yeah. So um, yeah, he hasn't made it. But um, yeah, he quite... oh, just <laughs> no former ECW champ, isn't he? He is indeed. Although that is Eastern, technically. Well, this is it. This is the thing. I mean, you're making extreme championship wrestling collection. I think I'm making it extreme. Otherwise, I'm getting myself into... But then I was eyeing up Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. So I don't, so I don't help myself. But I don't think I get to... See, what I do is... Obviously, I've got my own um, Bam Bam Gordy. Bam Gordy. Exactly. He's just quite hard to get hold of. And then I need to obviously get the Jack's Classics Lance Storm, which is very, very, very hard to get hold of. And then I'm sort of in this custom world, I guess, sort of. As, as I spoke to you about, I'm obviously my idea for doing like a sort of big dick, Dudley, got to say his full name, uh, custom, 
<laughs> yeah, not just a custom big dick. <laughs> oh, it's, it could be a tremendous soundbite. One of those custom big dick. One of those kind of mold your own kits. <laughs> exactly. So after, um, yeah, when telling the wife what I'm looking for, I have to give sort of full titles. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm going to get for Christmas. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so I'm looking for that. But I need to then work through because there's other ones because it's hard because obviously I've got like Rhino, but you could take like Rhino's head and put it on sort of generic sort of like black singlet body and have a great sort of pit bull but he's still just Rhino's head. So I'm trying to find this sort of middle ground of what yeah. I want, what I don't want, what I can get away with, you know, what is going to work well for, you know, like uh, eliminators, if that could be done. So, um, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of thinking. And obviously I've got new Jack, but then you're sort of thinking, you know, how do I complete the gangsters? You know, there's another custom coming. Oh, I've started working with Steve Carino custom. That's in the works. That's in the works. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's all just it's all getting there. But anyway, it's no wrong answer. Nineteen. <laughs> it's no wrong answer. We'll get there. Um, we everything. Nineteen ninety-eight, March, the end of March. Episode 257 and 258 of Hardcore TV. Um, I quite enjoyed these episodes. Spoiler. <laughs> well, I enjoyed parts of them. Parts of them were just like, uh, but some of it was quite refreshing. I um, did not. Oh. I actually did. I'm just trying to set up some sort of drama for, for the listeners. Bum, bum, bum. Um, yeah, the show kicks off episode 257 with Bill Alfonso, Rob Van Dam, and Sabu talking about beating Bam Bam Bigelow for the gold. Um, as much as I enjoyed Taz as champion, Bam Bam Bigelow seems to have completely put this new wave of stars in contention for this title, and I love it. Yeah, um. And I think part of it is because uh, there's a. I feel that there's a beatability with Bam Bam that I didn't feel with Taz. Yep. Um, and I, I think part of it's also just the matches. So Taz and Sabu, Taz and RVD, as good as they are, seen them. Um, That's what I'm saying. I mean, even on this show, like we get a fresh sort of Bam Bam match, which I got excited about. Yeah, good good combinations, different matches, different styles. Here for it. That's the thing. So they talk about how RVD's already beaten Bam Bam, and next time he's going to beat him for the gold. How Sabu will be facing Bam Bam at Wrestlepalooza. Sabu has worked his way back into title contention after Born to Be Wired. Exactly. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? He is uh, he is looking forward to 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 the match. Rightfully so. Um, we then get a quick rundown from Joey Styles of the title matches that have been announced. Shane Douglas versus Al Snow. Bam Bam versus Sabu. And Bulls and Axel will be challenging for the tag team titles. Didn't say who the champions were. That was bizarre. Mm. Yes. 
Yeah, I just thought it was really weird you didn't say Candido and Storm, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we then get it's there. You, you, I mean, it's not as if you're if if you're going on the logic of you know, but maybe they won't be the champions. Then same logic across. Thank you. Yeah, just just sort of turn around and say you know if they can hold it together, blah blah blah. Anyway, we get to the first match: the FBI, those full-blooded Italians, uh, Guido and Tracy Smothers. Versus Danny Doran Roadkill. Um, Amish Roadkill. Amish Roadkill. Sort of still team WWF, I guess. Yeah, seemed to be. So it came out with. That's right. The jacked draws. Look at the size of them. I mean, he does look <clears> a big guy. I mean, we've talked about this before, but when, when the, the WWE guys come in, they do. They do look bigger than the ECW bots. So yeah, Ross does look like... a big, solid guy, and he never really stood out in the WWE space. No, I mean, always had like a sort of great physique, and because of his tattoos, it looks really, yeah, really cool. But he wasn't like a Baracus in like the Fed, was he? No, I and mean, he didn't. Sort of, he was super tall. I mean, you know, it's it's the old. Um, Billy Gunn thing, isn't it? I mean, Billy Gunn's a big guy, but because he was surrounded by, you know, six, six, seven foot people. Yeah, you never really understood just how big yeah. he was. No, massively. Um, so Dorian introduces himself, Roadkill and Droz. The crowds uh, don't seem bothered. We all get a you suck in brackets, a dick chance. Um, so this is the coolest there is, the coolest there was, and the coolest there ever will be. Dustedly, Danny Dory. <laughs> um, this brings out Axel and Bulls. Every time Axel gets the mic, I get excited. Waiting for him to <laughs> tell you that he hears you. <laughs> it is, though. I, just, I don't know. He just he has me in the palm of his hand. I love Axel on the mic. He's a, one of my little favourite things that happens when it does. Because he's just, he's just the best, worst actor there is. I absolutely <laughs> I, mean, he, I think that's the, he, the best way of describing him. He, he gives it a hundred percent, but it's sort of just not quite. You know, you can't. It's not like a lazy promo. He tries so hard, but it's just um, yeah. I don't know. I think he's fantastic. Um, so they come out. They say they're going to make it into the match that ECW invented, and that is a triple threat extreme freeway dance. Um, the crowd pops and they basically hit two really stiff chest shots straight away. Yep. Which is um, crazy. Uh, what did you think of the match yourself? Um, not much. Um, I, I I have very inter- very little interest in all three of these teams. I have very little interest in um, Balls and Axel the moment the bell rings. Um it, it's it's a, I mean they were fine for what they did. There was some comedy. There were some good spots, um, but um, yeah, none of them are, are are teams that kind of grab me. To be honest, yeah, I, I think what makes me sort of sad is the fact that um, I know Balls and Axel don't achieve it at any point. Yeah. So it makes it harder for me to sort of get invested to them. It's the kind of the bit where 
reviewing a show where we sort of know the direction it goes and who goes where and who becomes what. The things like that sometimes do hinder because they, they never made it to that title run together. Balls, I think, had it a few times with like Spike and uh, Mustafa Tanaka, but you sort of, they never quite got there. And it was kind of um, sort of sad because they're another, they sort of fall, for me, they fall into almost like Tommy Dream and Sandman category where they, you put it on FBI for that short period of time, you put it on the Gangster Natives for whatever reason. These guys could have done with that for like, yeah, you know, it would it would have meant so much to them, and because they are like originals, it would have um, it would have been great and and fairly iconic, really, in the, in their their style and in their way and in what they were and who they were. So, you know, a a one month title reign. Transitional when you're, you know, flip flopping it to the gang, to the, the the Dudleys or something. You know, it doesn't feel completely out yeah. of the realms, does it? That's the thing. It would just would have been would have been nice, but yeah. So I think that's why I feel this this disconnect because it's not like oh, this is this is the one. Do you know what I mean when when you hear, for example, like RVD saying that he might potentially get a TV title shot your sort of ears pick up because you think, oh, it's happening. This is, this, you know, he's going to get a TV title shot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of, but, um, yeah, so, um, was it, um, Axel Bulls gets, no, Axel gets a hot tag, cleans house, no, Bulls gets a hot tag, cleans house, hits the nutcracker, and they get the win. Yeah. It's just basically just a fun match to get them over because they've just been announced they're getting a world tag team title shot at the pay-per-view. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. do we get a promo from the triple threat here? Or did he go straight into Lance Storm and Candido versus... Do we get the backstory of them? Is it this one or that next episode? I think that's the next one. Is this... So the... now we've got Lance... Shows... Yeah, so this is the one that goes straight into because Candido grabs the... The, the mic the, the headset from the production and then the mic but because of whatever reason That's it. it walks it walks to the back again doesn't it yeah that was it Lance Dawn Candido versus Chris Chetty and Jerry Lynn what did you think about this um uh, I think Candido and Lance Dawn are incredible um it, it struck me it's funny because you know again you know action figure wise and all the rest of it there's kind of two Lance Storm looks especially in the original ECW toy line one's green and black and one's red and white and for me the red and white is the iconic Lance Storm look because that's the latest that's that's, you know and then that leads and bleeds into Team Canada Lance Storm in WCW Um, but it only just kind of grabbed me as I was watching this that you know the, the the green and black is is this you know that's that's what he's wearing here that's that's kind of the emergence Lance Storm, um, which which was quite interesting. Um, I mean they're brilliant, they're absolutely brilliant. Uh, Chris Chetty's introduced as the first graduate of the House of Hardcore. Um, they may have regretted giving him that title by the end of the match because. He, 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 he botched some things pretty bad. Um, and it's really interesting watching Jerry Lynn when you know what he becomes. 
you you wouldn't know it from watching him here. We we've said before about um, uh, him with Tommy. I can't remember whose partner's name was, but Tommy Gunn was it? Yeah, I think it was Tommy Gunn. Uh, Tommy Carzi on everyone. Um, we said, you know, there's there's moments that you can kind of see the the you know the the, the new fucking show in there, um, but I, I I wouldn't be able to you know he wouldn't be one that I'm watching and kind of going you just wait because he's going to just kind of you know apart from you know some good technical stuff a bit of good footwork and some good drop kicks you didn't see a lot in here of just like um and and as I said Jesse you know slipped off the ropes a few times and various other things. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the pairing of Candido and Storm, I think, is, in my opinion, I, mean, I think he's, he's done so much for like the growth of Storm in like sort of ring work. He's like set, but character wise, because yeah. Candido is just so confident in his character and he just owns everything he's on. He's so, you know, he's he's, he's another one. He's so passionate about it. It just comes across. It's fantastic. He's very very watchable, and I think that um, yeah, massively sort of. Because I, I guess you don't feel awkward doing it back in the same way. Yeah, I think it's helped sort of Lance Storm sort of get involved as well. So I think they've been yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying um, watching this, and when they eventually do have a match, I'll um, be looking forward to that as well. Absolutely. Um, we then get obviously Taz trying to get to Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, another show. Someone's in the ring. They want to like shake his hand. He sort of like shakes a hand and sort of hits him with a couple of Taz plexes and just, you know, sort of shouts at Bam Bam. He's obviously trying to hunt him down. So and, um, was that the El Puerto Guricano one? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he, he celebrates and, you know, jumps up and down about Taz, even though he's just cost him a title shot um, and wants to hug him. And Taz allows him to hug him and then, Suplexes the life out of him, which is nice. Is what you want from it. You know, it's almost like it's it's very sort of stone coldy, you know. You know, sort of dare dancing, then his face changes and hits you with a stunner kind of sort of vibe. We then get Sandman versus Bam Bam Bigelow, a match where I was sort of like, when I saw this was up, I was just I was crazy excited for this because I was like, wow, Bam Bam Bigelow versus um, Sandman. I was like, you know, it felt like sort of a match you've never seen before, but you sort of realised by the end of the year, we're watching WCW like every week. But I'm guessing this is is sort of the first time, I'm guessing this sort of of happened, didn't it? Um, Taz comes out, but we'll get to that in a second. But it it felt fresh to me because we've said that we're very much caught up in the Sandman losing to Sabu every week. They just wanted to see him in there with someone different and... It sort of almost made me enjoy the Sandman a little bit more again. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I, I I was wondering as I was watching this and the next episode whether there's been a conversation about Sandman not signing a new deal. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because he's been on quite the, the losing streak for 98. <coughs> yeah. And in a somewhat starstruck show, he's very much like 
put on the back burner yeah. of someone that could be that he could literally just come out and kick the shit out of me and know over every week and people would be happy but they're just not making him do that he's losing to equally sort of big people which like I say it's bizarre do you know what I mean he, he could he could feel anywhere in this and they'd love him <clears throat> so um, yeah no that's um that's interesting. But yeah, before the match starts, Taz does come out and confront Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, goes for more of the respect sort of card. Basically says, people say that I you know, did this. People said that you were tapping. People said that you had to put me for the ring. Truth is, you were just a better man on the day. Um, but I will get my belt back. Yeah, I mean, how did you feel about that? Um, it annoyed me. But I understand when Taz does the respect thing, but it annoys me the fact that it was a massive triple threat turn. It's like the whole story has kind of been forgotten. It wasn't Taz testing himself. It was this guy screwed you over and you wanted to kick the crap out of him. And you should be like, you know you're not better than me, brother. I had you be. You had to damn near kill me. But next time you will have to kill me, kind of. Yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted that. It wasn't, you know, it didn't. It's not a respect angle. These, uh, Bam Bam, sucking him in, fake mystery partner, turned on him, humiliated him, embarrassed him, which a character like Taz, pride is everything. You embarrassed him in front of everyone because he let his guard down. He was nice for once, and he shouldn't have been. And you know what I mean, I, I don't know. It just it didn't feel that sort of. You almost want Taz to be trying to get through the crowd and getting dragged away by security every time because he's constantly there trying to kill Bigelow. Yeah, yeah. I, I it was a very weird, like you know, ah, yeah, got me. And it just felt quite light, and 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 you know. You, you, hey, you're you're just a better man. Just just it's, kind of it, it it was, and there was no kind of you know next time next time I'll get you. It was just kind of like, well, yeah, you got me. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it felt weird. It feels like the kind of standard post pay per view Taz. He did the same sort of thing with Sabu. Like this, this year sort of like death feud to Sunny being a bit more like, no, I respect you. You brought the best out of me kind of thing. I was thinking your manager's just turned on you. Like this didn't be a respect thing. You should want to rip his head off. I mean, I, I get it in that sense because it was a little bit more kind of, you know, that's that. I've done that. Wanted to fight you, have fought you, beat you next um, but yeah, it becomes this weird kind of, you know, he looks like he's moving on. It's not even as if he's turned around and said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in you. I'm after your boss or something. He's just kind of gone. Damn. All right. I thought it was badass. Turns out I'm not as badass as I thought. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have just basically like, yeah, you won, but in your heart, you know you tapped. You know that I had you beat. 
and you had to damn near kill me to beat me. Kind of, you know, I don't know. I mean, I liked the, you know, I now get up at five and run, and I, I, I you know, I, I'm running at one, and you know, I, I finished training because, you know, I thought I was the monster and I thought I was unkillable, and you managed to beat me. But, uh, I mean, it doesn't, you know, you, you, you having an extra cardio and you, you training even harder doesn't legislate for you falling through the ring and getting squished. No, it, it was it, it was a very weird. It was too babyface for me, and then they had to throw the, <clears> the, the 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 jobber around, just try and get some of the heat back. In a whole kind of oh, he's a killer, really. Yeah, but he's just you know for the second week in a row, he's run out and got in his face, as we saw. Yeah. And when he finally gets in the ring, he just kind of goes, "Well done." Yeah, I don't know. It just like I said, it, just, it wasn't. I mean, that's it. It's cool. It just wasn't the right direction. I thought we had, but you know, no, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of it personally. Um, the match itself, really loved this match. Back and forth. Yeah, Sam it looked like he got into it a bit more of a fresh opponent. Um, decent. I enjoyed the end. The end came basically when Sam went for sort of a big splash on Bam. I mean, the corner Bam. I'm sort of. Caught him, um, reversed into the greetings from Alfie Park, New Jersey, and then um, yeah, got the the victory. Oh, that was it as well. When when Taz was leaving the ring, Sabu sort of said, "I respect that," and sort of shook his hand. And Joey Styles said, "Oh, that means a lot because Taz has been very outspoken about no, Sam has been very outspoken about not liking Taz." And that yeah. felt a bit like oh, okay. Is this a thing? Especially, you know, I'm guessing he would have said, I don't know if it was in character or is it a shoot interview talking about attitude backstage, or but it just felt all a bit fourth wally well, and it's not needed. It's not something we've seen. Again, you know, you're talking, kind of, oh, you know, they, they hate each other. Where? Yeah, it's, it's a bit too fourth wall and, you know, oh, they had an argument in a hotel last night, apparently. You go, okay. I mean, it's just nothing that's really relevant to anything that doesn't go anywhere. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, we're seeing him being nice and we're supposed to think that's amazing because he doesn't like him, even though he doesn't, we don't know that he don't like him because last time we saw them together, they were fighting together against WWF. But, um, yeah. Um, so that happened, and bam, bam. One, we then got a pretty decent Al Snow slash Shane Douglas kind of promo with Al Snow just kind of like had help for me uh, sort of written on the wall behind and he was just kind of squiggling over in circles with the um, the marker sort of with his eyes sort of rolled back sort of swaying and the camera swaying while you're hearing sort of Shane Douglas say it's my belt, it's my belt It's not in my head, not in my head Exactly, I, I quite liked it it was um it was quite a good thing. I mean, what would have made it perfect was all Al Snow sort of almost looking up and smiling at the camera at the end as sort of a nod that I am in your head. But, um, yeah, overall, yeah, nice, harmless, decent. Uh, we then got a rematch that we saw about six weeks ago and we said we felt it weird because it was announced as Al Snow, but it felt like Leif Cassidy. 
And by God, was this a completely different match? Absolutely. As we got um, RVD versus Monster Push, Al Snow. And wow, did Al Snow come across like a about machine megastar in this. So this is the second or third time that they've wrestled. Um, And I know the first time... I really liked the chemistry between them. I liked the, uh, I thought they gelled really well. Al Snow has, has some martial arts training and you could see that kind of coming through in, in, in how they, um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you could see that kind of coming through in, in, in kind of what was going on. So they, there was a, a nice kind of play between the two of them. Um, the second one, um, Weird, weird, weird timing wise was weird. Yeah, um, he was portraying two different characters. It felt like old footage, didn't it? And then this one. Oh, this one, I loved it. I thought, as short as it was, I thought Sandman versus Bam Bam was sort of going to steal match of the week for me. But this, this was only highlights as well. This wasn't the full match, which I don't know why. Maybe why I thought it was so great because it was just literally spot after spot after spot. We had sort of like Al Snow catching RVD, hitting him with a suplex that down there looked like he landed straight on his neck. Yeah. Um, we had moonsaults to the outside from Al Snow. It was just really, really entertaining. I definitely recommend people go back and watch this episode because there were some fun matches on this one. And um, the end comes where Al Snow looks like he's got beat, uh, by bad damn beat with the snow plow. Sabu comes running out, um, causes all kind of problems. How was it before that? We actually did the um, the Van Daminator counter as well, which is really good. Yeah, I think he's almost the first person to counter that. Maybe we had the chair and he sort of ducked it and ducked it again and sort of hit him with a couple of chair shots, which just looked quite cool. Um, yeah, so Sabu came out, tried to kick Sandman. Sandman, not Sandman, Al Snow. Al Snow ducked. He ended up hitting RVD, who was carrying a chair. Um, and Al Snow got the pin while Sabu just couldn't get there to break it up because the ref just kept counting rather than um, being distracted by the man running towards like they normally are, which is interesting. <laughs> which was nice. It was mod. It was a it was a new take, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was it was a realistic way of doing it, not just like, hey, whose music's this? Let's everyone stop. It was just a what are you up to over there? Let me stop and watch what you're doing whilst you get in the ring. And oh my gosh, you've hit me! Exactly. It was just um, continues to pin the left, and it led between a bit of a situation between RVD and Sabu, which um, they're arguing. There's a bit of a shoving. Bill Alfonso is desperately trying to break it up. RVD sort of chilled, went to high five Sabu. Sabu went to high five him back. RVD just pulled his hand away, which is a recurring thing that I actually quite like. So I like this because whilst there is a play on the handshake, this for me feels more RVD. Exactly. Again, it's just doing it, but just tweaking it to a sense of suits. He instigates and then he he bails and cancels and and doesn't do it. And And I, that's brilliant for me. I, I yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this bit. And um, so he does that, and he walks away laughing, joking, super cocky. 
And the cool thing here is he's walking down the aisle in the background. Sabu launches onto the top rope. He's about to kill him, but sort of Fonzie stops him. And I, I so, like yeah. the... Go, Sorry. you like the... I just, I just love the, the sort of the backgrounds. RVD doesn't realise he's about to die, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a beautifully shot thing. Sabu sets the chair up, jumps all the way up to the top rope. He's about to, to just absolutely somersault onto the guy. But... Um, Fonzie saves him and he never knows quite how saved he is. This is actually the beginning of the second episode, though. Um, yeah. So the first episode goes off air with them pushing and shoving and, and having a confrontation, confrontation. Episode two picks up with them having that confrontation, the, the high five fake and then this bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was so beautifully done that it's Fonzie who's just, just about holding because he just gets to his leg in time. It was, it was just perfect. It was just the perfectly teased dissension of motherfucker, I'm going to knock you through and just stopped. And, and RVD could, can be like super arrogant, cocky all the way back because he's just sitting there and talking to the camera and pointing to himself as he does. Just absolutely unaware of, of how close he came to getting whacked out by um, uh, by somebody, by his partner. Exactly, which I thought was great, which, like you said, takes us to episode 258, which is the beginning of April 1998. Like I said, it's a continuation of what we saw. We get highlights of the Al Snow match and obviously the ending that we just spoke about. <clears throat> Again, just in case you've got a recap, you didn't see it, which is good. Joey Styles then talked about New Jack now wants to be a singles competitor. And they go on to list people that would be great challengers for um, Bam Bam Big Guy. So they basically say New Jack, Cronus, Spike Dudley, all these people could sort of go after Bam Bam. And this is what we were saying before about familiar faces, but it just feels a little bit fresh in the division, sort of freshens up the title a bit and you get matches. I mean, things like New Jack versus Bam Bam sort of spikes your interest. Obviously, Spike versus Bam Bam. We know what happened before. Uh, so, I mean, it, 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 is, it is good. It really is. Yeah. It just opens up so many different ways forward. <clears throat> Massively. Um, they go to the ring. They use them um, talking about Spike as a segue to go to the first match, which is Bubba Ray Dudley versus Spike. Uh, we get our Joe Gertner um, intro, which is um, pretty decent. Yeah, it was solid. I mean, it was nowhere near as good as last week's. Yeah, well, yeah, not as good as the pay-per-view one, is it? So I'm guessing, I'm guessing maybe the pay-per-view, they just go for it a little bit more. But um, it's nice that it's continued. It's, it's, it's given Dudley's that edge now. They, they were They were great, but now they're sort of special. Sort of, you know, it's, yeah. it's taking them up. So the amazing tag team, but now they've got the big sort of everything going. So that's all kicking to gear. Um, Spike versus Bubba Ray. Basically, the match is pretty much Spike getting beaten up for about 90% of this match. Um, he looks like he's finally pulled an upset. Might have won it. Devon gets in the ring, sort of breaks it up. And then... Was it Cronus? Yeah, Cronus comes out for the save. And um, at this match, I'd assume the match was just non-avoid. 
but um, not so much. Crotus comes out to the stage. Street getting... fight. All things are legal in the ECW street fight. This is true. Uh, it starts to get beaten up, which leads to New Jack's music hitting. New Jack comes out as a singles competitor. Um, <laughs> so they all fight. They brawl again. They start to get the better of New Jack. Um, it all sort of kicks off and it basically ends up with Spike getting the win after putting Bubba through the table with the acid drop. I mean, for a, for a, a multi-run-in plunder match, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I thought it went really well. Um, I, I like Spike Dudley versus his brothers. Um, yeah, it's a project I haven't seen it more. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of doing bits of it, but it's not it's not been as hot as you would have thought. Bearing in mind how long, or at least how long it feels that the Dudleys have been heels now. No, definitely. But um, yeah, see where it goes. It's, it's nice they get that interaction, and obviously they always have that connection. It's just good they sort of keep up to date every now and again that they are the bad brothers and. You know, he, he's the one that sort of didn't turn and they, they hate him, kind of. So, yeah. it'd be good. Uh, we get highlights from our Snow Shane Douglas a couple of weeks ago. The one where we said uh, Shane's standing in the ring, all the heads get thrown at him and him and Al Snow brawl. We covered it a couple of episodes again. We're just getting a the recap. Match that you quite rightly said is not one to watch whilst you're feeling sick. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. They sort of showed the match, the upside down and all that from Living Dangerous, if Al Snow picking up the win. They announce RVD versus Bam Bam next week for the title. Yep. For the title. Um, With RVD crazy. just planning to soften him up for Sabu. Well, this is, this is yeah, this is a, we didn't go to a primer with Bill Afonso, RVD and Sabu. Um, RVD is basically talking about the match, about what could potentially could happen. Alfonso keeps interrupting very much just like Sabu's the next TV champion you soften him up daddy you sort of beat him up so bad that when we get to Wrestlepalooza Sabu's going to win the belt and he's going to do this and do that and he's very much looking past RVD and RVD's fine with this because you know they're partners which means what's Sabu's is his and what's his is his Exactly, goes to high five him again. Sabu goes to the high five and he just pulls his hand away again. This one was even better. This is quite, this one was yeah. really funny. And um, it's a little thing, so it's good. So that's um, that's going to happen. We then go to Meanie sitting on the floor being very Raven esque. <laughs> yep. Um, Nova walking in, basically sort of standing him up, saying um, their leader left them. Um, Stevie's left him twice and um, yeah just basically I think said that they need to sort themselves out really yeah which I think is fair yeah which is I mean again they're just you know they're just sort of floundering around so it'd be good to see them have a, a couple of tag team matches um, Football of the Italians basically just talking about RVD's going to lose and then Sabu will beat Bam Bam. They're getting this point across. I don't know why they got their opinions on that, but then they start arguing and goes on for a bit. I wasn't really super impressed with this bit. No. Nope. Just went on for a bit. We then get Meanie and Nova. 
since what happened to Stevie, should he come back? And Nova's like, I killed Stevie, and me and he's like, you bastard. I'm guessing South Park is new. Yeah, yeah so Bubba earlier Bubba, on. I was going to say, Bubba Spike. did it as well, didn't he? Go, I, yeah. you know, I killed Spike, and everyone shouted, you bastard. Yeah, so, so, so South it, Park it, must have been fresh tropical. at the moment. Yeah, so they've done that again, which um, it was funny. Uh, I mean, that's generous, but you're right. Have you seen any of the South Park um, pandemic special? I haven't, not yet. Go your way to watch that. You, I, will, I, will find that I will find that to watch. You'll enjoy that. Um, we didn't get a promo from the Triple Threat. Uh, Shane Douglas, Chris Candido, Bamba, Bigelow, and Francine. Candido basically says that he is the tag team champions. And then Shane begins to put over Chris Candido and puts over Bam Bam Bigelow as well. Something he's always very good at in his promos. Absolutely. Letting you know how strong his teammates are. And he then comes back to cut an amazing promo in a minute. Uh, we get a brief promo from the Sandman. Basically, he says he doesn't care. He's got the TV title. I don't know if he was announced himself in the feud or he just generally doesn't care. I, I think he was writing the notes of the, the, the booking crew on the Sandman, like reading the notes of the booking crew on the Sandman of, you know, I don't care. Yeah. So it, just, it just felt like... I mean, flat, isn't it? Bless him. Yeah, it is. It just felt like, um, yeah, he could have sort of done it with some time away at this point to sort of freshen it all up. But um, that happened. We then got um, what I thought was a great promo from Shane Douglas, who kind of really sort of shoved Al Snow back in his box. Yeah. About Al Snow, you know, sort of job squads. Thinking he deserves it because he's been grinding for like ten years or whatever it is. Then Shane's like, "I'm the one who had to like carry a forty-year-old partner in in WCW and let him take all the credit. I'm the one who got like you know sort of stitched up in WWE. I'm the one, you know, who sort of threw down the belt. I'm the one who's burnt bridges left, right, and centre. I'm the one who's. And it was really just like, I'm the reason you've got ECW to main event in. Yeah, I just, it was a really nice kind of a, you know, Resume. get back in your yeah. box. Sort of great, great Shane Douglas promo to end the show on. Yeah, um, I really agree. Yeah, no, so I really enjoyed it. Um, it took us to the end of the episode. What did you think of these two? I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I know I teased at the beginning that I didn't, but no, I did. I enjoyed it. I liked the, the fresh matchups. I like, um, I like the, the RVD Sabu stuff going on um i like candido and lance storm i like the triple threat in general um yeah no i thought it was really good um no uh just incredible in in this week's episodes which uh feels a bit odd bearing in mind he's been front and center for a little while um but i'm all right with that no Um, dreamer either no um, so I all kind of, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the, the South Park references, I feel, are going to get old really quickly. Um, I do, but it's again, it's, it's almost, I guess it's trying to take yourself back to the 1998 mentality, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of, it would have been funny and 
and showing they were cool and relevant at the time. Like when the Dudleys were in WWE and started doing the what's sort of what's up sort of thing. But then they come back in 2018 and they're like, what's up? And you're like, oh. What is up with you? Um, uh, yeah, and it's weird because it's kind of, it, it, it's now a classic one of their spots, except it's it's just a really old reference now. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's um, uh, the, the weird shots at Raven and Stevie. Yeah. Strange. Stevie in particular, you know, it felt as if they wanted to make a point of, no, he's gone again. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I get it because they have been left to just sort of flounder. and But you could have put him with a new leader. There could have been something. It could have been the thing where their lackey's looking for a leader or something. Or just you know, get to do tag matches. Well, yeah, I mean, no different than Chris Chet and Jerry Lynn, really. Or the FBI. Yeah. You know, and Roadkiller doing at the moment with kind of like, you know, the the the, the, the dancing and the weird gimmick. It's, you know, it's, it's... I don't think they needed a... I don't think they need a storyline. I don't think they need promo time. They just need TV time. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, you could put them in a feud with the FBI and that'd be perfect fit for them, really. No, I'll just feed them to <clears throat> Axel. They can, they can get killed by them constantly or something. You know, it's, I think there's stuff you could do with them, but or team them up with Cronus and you can just you know, avoid the skin. Oh, the meaning Novenators. The best bit of the flock and the best bit of the Eliminators. And the best bit of the BWO together. The um, BWO-inators. Yeah, no, so I really enjoyed it. Obviously, Al Snow RVD was crazy. Sandman Bam Bam was great. But um, it wasn't really... I mean, maybe the triple threat tag match was the only sort of... Nah, but that was still half decent. So, yeah, every match seemed pretty solid this week. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the triple threat tag match, I think, was the, the, the lower point of it. But it was it was fine for what it was. It was one of the... It's exactly what you expect from uh, Balls and Axle, FBI, Dorian exactly. Rokin match. And like we said, it was it was just purely to, you know, give Balls and Axel a little nod because they'd just been announced as... Exactly, yeah. So for those who don't know, here they are in action winning, kind of. And, uh, you know, as as, uh, Doring and Roadkill push their promo, you know, the FBI are former champs. Um, So, yeah, it's it's all kind of building up as a whole kind of, you know, there's their pedigree. You know, they, they, they could be challengers for... They could be the team that finally gets Candido and Storm to slip up, especially as... They're not on the same page. 100%. But, um, yeah, good fun. Um, if you wish to get involved in the conversation, it is so easy to do. Simply go to at underscore sports arena on Twitter or Instagram, where we are talking ECW on our page or with other pages, or we're talking extreme throughout stories or pictures so make sure you check that out um Maybe all... modern stuff have you have you managed to catch the Sami Zayn, aj styles jeff hardy laddie ma- ladder match yet um seen bits i haven't because i've been watching mlw underground 
So I'm sort of in the middle. I'm not quite in 2020 yet. I'm about 2002, I think, at the moment. <laughs> um, uh, the, the the ladder match, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, um, was a great match throughout, but had some of the most creative pieces in the finish. Sami Zayn is just amazing. Um yeah, I think my plan is to obviously watch that because you were saying about it. And also um, Finn Balor versus Parla Riley. I need to check that. And um, the network's just put up Best of NXT Superstars in Progress as well. Which is- I, I, I have watched parts of that. I, I watched parts of Zack Sabre Jr. versus Prince Devitt, partially to see if I could see anyone in the crowd. Exactly, very familiar faces that resembled us in the crowd. Uh, the bit at the end, so the other part I watched, and that was the bit at the end with Adam Cole, Carlo uh, Riley, Champa, and a few others talking about the, the progress experience. And one yeah. of the things that they, they put over quite drastically is, is just the energy in the room and the fans and stuff like that. And they were right, we were awesome. But again, there's, there's something that's very sort of relevant with ECW. So it's sort of all this sort of going full circle where, um, you know, the lifeblood of ECW were the, the rabid fans and who, you know, were involved in anything. Like we said, like some of the opening matches, you sort of sit there and think, what is this? But, you know, it still sort of will go crazy for bits like that. So there is a modern day connection with it all. So, But, um, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the show, really. And one step closer to a palooza. We all want to step to Palooza next week. Uh, we'll continue our journey and we'll see how that um, RVD kid gets on with his TV title match. See if anything comes from that. Might just soften him up for Sabo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Relive the revolution. Make sure you watch it on the network and get involved in the conversation.